You can do everything from home, listen to the Weekend Legends catch-up podcast and get drinks for the big game. Order now and have them at your door before the final siren. Dan Murphy's delivery in two hours. So what do you got cooking this weekend, huh? Put your head between your legs in the brace position and get ready for another week of bats hitting balls. Balls through nets and off rackets with coaches blowing up and referees entering the witness protection program. Sit back, relax and enjoy what Triple M modestly calls the Weekend Legends. Good morning. Don't you just love the weekend? Yay, the weekend. Now, last night, Andrew Rose, it was great for bunny boilers everywhere as the Roosters beat the Rabbits 30 points to six. Oh, I get it. Are they filleted for life, do you think? I, 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 I don't know, man. It's going to be hard to bounce back from a beating like that. But if anyone can do it, it's the Rabbits. Australia is currently behind in the fifth test at the Oval in London. But let's face it, the Ashes are ours. We'll Unfortunately, Steve Smith's in a form slump. Mm. He scored his second 80 in a row. Well, I mean, what's going on there? <laughs> but we're going to ask the question, are the English right? Is Steve Smith a jerk? We're also going to do a little segment called Put a Fork in Them, where we look at the teams in rugby league who are done for the year. But up next, the NRLW season kicks off this afternoon and Roosters player Karina Brown is going to join us ahead of her opening match here on Triple M. Kicking you right in the weekend. Triple M's Weekend Legends. Yes, it is the Weekend Legends for your Saturday morning with Chris and Rose. And September, guys, means finals. And we love the finals here at the Legends. Mm. But for the last year, we've been waiting with anticipation for the second annual NRLW season. And it kicks off today at 3pm when the Roosters take on the Warriors at Amy Park. And Chris, we've got a very special guest on the line. We sure do, Lachlan. We have two-time World Cup winner, Queensland and Sydney Roosters sensation, Karina Brown. Karina, good morning. And there's been a lot of off-season movement in the NRLW. Who are the new Roosters players the fans should be keeping an eye out for? Yeah, there was a lot of um, movement this year. We've uh, picked up some great, exciting new players um, in Kira Dib. She just played uh, New South Wales, and then they won that state of origin this year. A great young talent. Um, only played league for a year, I think, so she'll be good for for us this year. Uh, yeah. now, now, Kira Dib, of course, Rose is the cousin of our friend, the 21st century success story, Maddie Warburg. Oh, yes, Maddie from Survivor. And Yes, that's right. And isn't it right that Corbin McGregor, having been out of the game, is rejoining you guys? Yeah, Corbin is back. So she was with us last year, um, part of the group, just couldn't play because of a shoulder mm. injury. So she's back taking her place at fullback, which is which is awesome. She's had a fantastic season this year, um, looking really fit and strong at the back there. So I'm expecting um, a big game from her tomorrow. Karina, it's Rose here. Uh, you know, something of the legends we loved last year was the NRLW rounds over the finals period. Uh, as a player, do you like the season starting at the the hype that is the finals? Do you, do you enjoy coming straight in at the pointy end, or would you prefer earlier in the season? Oh, to be honest, we're just excited to play any time. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, I think I think last year was perfect um, coming into the finals because it's it, a lot of hype around the game, especially at finals yeah. time. Um, this year, once again, it's at uh, the end of the season, and I'm happy with it as well, especially to play on grand final day. That was um, amazing last year to be able to run out you know, on such a special day on the NRL calendar. Mm. So we're hoping to obviously run out again this year, but go one better this time. So any time of season, um, I think, works. But um, we'll have to see over the, over the next few years how long the competition goes for. Yeah, we love it because, you know, we're obsessed rugby league fans here at the Weekend Legends, and when the final starts, we get less footy. So NRLW, Chris, is something that, you know, fills that gap beautifully for us. And one of the great things about this year's grand final, it will be immediately preceding the men's game. I went and saw the Roosters play last year, but it was very, very early. Now, Karina, your partner, Vanessa Foliaki, is your Roosters teammate, but she's your origin opponent as she plays for the Blues. 
What's it like around origin time? The boots and mouth guards go missing? Is there tape pushed across the middle of the floor? What goes on? <laughs> yeah, well, at the end of last year, we got a dog. So there was a lot of um, fighting this year as to what jersey the dog would be wearing on game day. <laughs> did, did you um, settle we, on one? No, no one won that argument. He just went neutral. He just wore his own coat. Yeah. You've got to get him a half and half one, right? So you can wear half and half in the winter. That'd be nice. Must be so that hard for the nice. dog. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's very conflicted at that time of year. Um, but it's it's only one week of a year, and I'm, I'm thankful for that because it is pretty heated and we don't really talk to each other. We're very <laughs> passionate about our origin colours and doing the job for our team. So um, if it goes to a tri-series, um, yeah, it could be a breakup, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I liked about the women's game last year was you guys hit each other even harder than the men's game sometimes. The the, the shots, the, the pace that you guys come into the line and the tackling was one of some of the best tackles I'd seen all season in men's or women's footy. Do you, do you feel that when you're out on the field, those hits? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've actually had six surgeries, so I've wow. had the hits many a times in, in my career. Um, yeah. But we just, yeah, we just go out there with full intention to put our body on the line, go 100% and really put on a great spectacle. And I believe that's what we did last, last year, which is why there's an appetite for more and why the fans, they want more teams. You know, they want the season to go longer. Mm. And that's absolutely the goal um, that we have as well. But it's just about... Um, managing expectations at the moment um, just in terms of the talent pool and making sure we don't grow too fast. Um, finally, now young girls can play um, all the way through school. So, you know, these girls are now coming through under 18s um, and they're thinner, stronger and fantastic athletes. So mm. as the talent pool grows, um, we'll be able to expand. Well, Karina, those girls that come through the game in the future follow your footsteps because you're a true pioneer of the women's game. Yep. But in the short term, we wish you all the best this afternoon at Amy Park against the Warriors and for the balance of the NRLW season. Karina Brown, thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Karina. And catch Karina in action today at 3pm, taking on the Warriors at Amy Park. But after this, we're going to put a fork in the bottom eight teams because they're done. Cooked. It's the Weekend Legends. Triple M. It's a show on the weekend, and these guys are legends. So naming the show was a no-brainer. Triple M's. Ghost Mutt. Oh, no, I mean, sorry, what is it? Weekend Legends. It is the Weekend Legends with Chris and Rose for your Saturday morning. And with the finals front and centre on everyone's minds, we thought we'd take a look back at the season-defining moments and memories of those bottom eight teams in 2019, Chris. And it's not easy to do, Lachlan. Your team, the Dragons, Rose, yours, the Bulldogs, mm. mine, the Tigers. We're all gonski. Man, the Legends have had no luck this year. None of our team's making the finals. What do we know? Yeah, no legend bump. It's more like a legend curse, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think so. So... Some of the teams that stand out for me, particularly Penrith and Newcastle, they had very similar seasons to me, Rose, and they yeah. finished 10th and 11th. Mm. They both had a poor start. Penrith might in the sex tapes controversy and rumours that Newcastle was party central. Am I dreaming this, or was Penrith one of the hot tips to win the competition? Oh, 100%. The right, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Surging to the finals. <laughs> so long ago. <laughs> Remember, they sacked their coach last year when they were coming fourth. But anyway, <laughs> and then they both had mid-season rises. You know, Gus Gould... You know, got on the bus and left Penrith. Yep. Mitchell Pierce got six man of the matches in the row, but then they faltered. And the last game, I think, is the memory because Penrith won 54 to 10. Yeah. And it's that argument do you develop players or do you buy players? Mm. I think I'd rather be Coach Cleary than Coach O'Brien. Yeah, you reckon? And isn't it sad that the probably the strongest memory of Newcastle is Kalen Ponga was more interested in his strawberry thick shake than when Nathan Brown got the axe? Enough about the thick shakes, Ponga. I'm sick of it. What about the dogs? Well, look, uh, the first half of this year was a train wreck, right? People had written us off 
what, like five, six weeks into the game? Two weeks into the season. Yeah. Okay. Before five, the season started. Five, okay, thank you, both of you. 2017, though, okay. right, you Okay. Listen, it, we were one of the youngest teams in the league this year. It was a really tough start. And what I liked about the Dogs is that they re-signed Dean early in the season, Dean Pay, because they didn't want his name in everyone's lips, right? Oh, who's the next coach to go? I like that about the Dogs. And it's turned out to pay off because now at the end of the year... Is that a joke? Oh, no, but good. That's very good. That's a very good pun. I didn't even notice. Um, it's, it's Dean paid off for them because Dean has a plan, right? And he was handed a team that he didn't know what to do with. He's rebuilt that over this year. And you can already t- tell by the performance of the last two months at the end of this season, the dogs are going to be back as a threat next year. I'm with MG from Triple M, top eight, if not top four. My abiding memory of the dogs, you didn't make the playoffs. No, thank you. Now, Lachlan, your St. George Illawarra Dragons Oof. It began atrociously with the DeBellin criminal charges and then Gareth Widdop basically out for the season with mm-hmm. an injury. They really were the great mystery of the season to me. Do you have any reflections on what went wrong for the Dragons? We started the season. Shouldn't have started. <laughs> 2020 is where we're at. Yeah, they're one of those teams that on paper they're star-studded, but this year it just doesn't work out for them. I just have the Fail Mary banner imprinted in my brain. Yeah, absolutely. Collapsed yeah. in origin again. Yeah. Sorry, Lachlan. My team's better than your team. Now, ask me about my Tigers. Do I have to? No. Tell me about uh, your Tigers. Cool. <laughs> uh, look, I love the arrival of Madge Maguire. This is a man who exudes a desire to be a first grade coach. And I think he's <laughs> sort of tried to sort of unravel the Cleary stuff and get a soul of a team which is going to channel Robbie as he moves to an ambassadorial role. Yeah. And certainly, I hope, one more season out of Benji and Chris Lawrence. Can we officially announce the Tigers as the official ninth team in NRL? That's my abiding memory of the Tigers. <laughs> I hate, hate, hate the word ninth. That's your spot, though. You guys always get ninth. Anyway, 16th position, <laughs> the Gold Coast, six times in 20 years, don't I know? Yeah. 16th position, the Gold Coast Titans, if you can just YouTube it, the abiding memory of the Titans is Jarrah Wallace out in fresh air, racing to the try line and spontaneously drops the ball. <laughs> Wherever your Sydney team finished, just thank whoever God you follow, you don't follow the Gold Coast Titans. It could be worst up next. Let's talk Ashes and why Steve Smith is copping so much heat. On the weekend, there are two types of people. Those that listen to Triple M... And those that don't, these are their stories. What? We are the Weekend Legends with Chris and Rose. Big fans of sport and congratulations to Ben from Blackdown who's just picked up a double to go see Robert Whittaker's Ooh. up close and personal tour at the Enmore Theatre. But if you want tickets, don't forget, you can always go to robertwhittaker.co to pick up yours. Congrats, Ben. Good good get there. The Ashes, Chris. Why is Steve Smith copping heat after such a wonderful performance throughout the series? Because he's the best batsman in the world, Lachlan. That's the very straightforward answer. Because he's Steve Smith. That's by, why. By the way, Robert Whittaker, you've met him, Rose, but you wouldn't get it. Want to get too up close and personal, would you? I, I tell you what, we've, we've talked to him here in the studio. Great guy worth talking to. Hands mangled. You wouldn't believe his hands. He's a UFC fighter after all. So it's a form slump for Steve Smith. Overnight, he scored 80 off the back of his last innings, 82 <laughs> in the fourth test. He's really out of form. Yeah, he's just real. What, he's shook. What's going on? Yeah, England in front in this test. There's 78 runs ahead with 10 wickets in hand. Overnight, Joffre Archer took six for 62. But Smith is in stratospheric territory. Mm. He's now averaging 125 in the series off 750 runs, and it's his 10th Ashes 50 in a row. That's incredible. It's a world record 10-inning streak. World record. He was interviewed after the fourth test and said, I love batting. I don't really like watching cricket. Oh, you... <laughs> 
You mean that fourth test where we won the Ashes? That's right. So Sean, Why are we even having a fifth test? I know, it's academic. It's academic. Good luck, England. Who cares? Yeah, good on you. But in typical English fashion, rather than go, we are witnessing history, they've gone the man and they've attacked Steve Smith for the post-match celebrations on the ground. Okay, take me through these post-match celebrations. So we retain the Ashes with 15 overs left in that game with yep. the uh, final wicket to Hazelwood. And the boys celebrate in traditional Australian fashion. They got drunk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And there was a photograph of Steve Smith with some goofy glasses on. Okay. And the allegation was he was channeling Jack Leach, who partnered Stokes for that historic victory at Henley, right? The block king of England, right. yeah. So, you know, uh, Leach is uh, a little follically challenged, uh, often, you know, takes his glasses off, wipes them, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. So in the fourth test, there were endless shots of English kiddies with skull caps on, you know, protruding fake teeth and glasses. Sure. And the, the, the English think that's hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious. Smith puts on a pair of glasses that's and they go crazy. offensive. I he, am offended. He's, he's, a, <laughs> he's a jerk. Even Leach himself posted on YouTube a recreation of the one run he scored in that. Seriously, the, the, the English need to relax because when we got to England to start these ashes, you remember what we talked about on this show? Those front pages, a zoomed-in shot of Steve Smith crying after the controversy of the cheating and stuff falling on his own sword. How can you now, after you've lost the ashes, get all uppity about someone just putting on some glasses? In a rare coming together, uh, Australian coach Justin Langer said they're actually channeling former Aussie opener Chris Rogers. <laughs> and Trevor, the Bayless English captain, just said it was fake news. Yeah, right. Harmison from England, the bowler who bowled the white on the first ball of the 2000 Ashes series, said, oh, no, he'll be stained as a cheat, etc., etc." Well, if he is, he joins Sachin Tendulkar, <laughs> Faf Duplessis, and hello, England, Mike Atherton. We love Steve Smith. <laughs> the Ashes Some of the are greats. out. <laughs> Some of the greats. Up next, let's go around the grounds for Paddy's Markets for your preview of the rest of the finals this weekend. It's the Weekend Legends on Triple M. <laughs> Now we're back with Triple M's Weekend Legends. The Legends. Conditions apply. See in store for details. This show may have a laxative effect. It is the Weekend Legends with Chris and Rose, and we're talking finals. Woo! we got three yeah. games left this weekend. What do we need to know, Chris? Hey, can I just say, before you start telling us about this, Chris, that Angel song has just got me so fired up for footy. Let's go. Let's go. They played I Ain't The One last night out at the SCG. It's pretty much the same song, but it is energy to the max. Right, let's do it. And the... Rabbitohs weren't the one. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, Lachlan, the great news is Triple M is calling every game. Oh, awesome. So, Fantastic. you know, your Ganains, your Maroons, and all the experts we wow. have. Terrific. Weekend sorted. It kicks off at 5.40pm down at Amy Park in Melbourne today when the Storm take on the Raiders. Now, mm. Canberra bring back six starters who are rested for the Warriors games. The likes of uh, Joey Leilua and Tarpanay. Munster is back for the Storm, which is critical. You want a matchup, Rose? Jesse Bromwich taking on Josh Papali. Just get out of the way. Juicy, juicy. They are two big rhinos going at it. But the issue is about finals experience. Canberra only have 46 finals between them. Mm -hmm. Cameron Smith has 36 on his own. Can I ask you this? If you were a rugby league team right now and you had to face one of the top four teams, who would you rather face, Roosters or Storm? Storm. Exactly. And that's how the Raiders fans feel going into this. We walked into Triple M yesterday and Triple M's own Becco was wearing his Raiders jersey. I didn't even know he was a Raiders fan. That's how much Raiders fans believe that they can beat the Storm today. And it was sort of a military theme, sort of camo chic from Becco. Looked he, great. He did salute me when I walked in. And and let's face it, the Raiders did beat the Storm recently when yes. they went down there. And they have a lot of English finals experience to balance up the ledger. So Storm by 20? 
Uh, yeah, Storm yeah, will kill. Cool. Yeah, sweet. Uh, 750, 7.50 BM tonight. Manly takes on Cronulla out at Lotto Land, which apparently is asbestos-free. That's a shame. T-Rex is back. <laughs> Talk about dinosaurs. Wow. Yeah, it's like Jurassic Park come to life. T-Rex is there? Don't know sudden movements, guys. And, he reacts to movement. And Desi says he will play because, let's face it, the Manly uh, team is decimated. Yeah. And even DCE might have an ankle issue. Matt Moylan is out for the Sharks. Could be Gal's last hurrah. Tommy Turbo says, bring your gas mask. So he's got a sense of humor. He's out for the season with a peck. Yep. Here's the interesting thing. 45% of the tickets apparently have been bought by Sharks fans. I, well, I don't blame them. Like, you know what I said about Becco wearing his Raiders jersey? My mate Downey hasn't mentioned Manly once this week. Manly fans are not confident. They Dare I say, the Sharks fans smell blood in the water. No. <laughs> and that's the injured Manly bench. <laughs> But Sharks fans, you have won six times in 52 years at Lotto Land. Yeah, you take Sharks out of water. What do they do? They choke. <laughs> and tomorrow, 4.05 p.m. at a sold-out Bankwest Stadium, oh, the Parramatta wow. Eels take on the Brisbane Broncos. This is going to be hot. Mike Acevo, the rookie sensation. I know you love that guy, right? Yeah. Uh, what is he, three tries last week? Sevo's the future. Yeah, you know, regular season record, 20 tries was the best. I think Latrell went up to 19 last night. Mm. He has now the NRL record squad of 285 kilograms. Wow. That's 10 better than Marty Tapao. He wanted to do 300, but he said there was no room left on the bar. Now, do you think this sold-out Bankwest are going to have to pipe in cheers? I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's Fortress Bank West, but this is the one that's the toughest to call. So Eels yes. or Broncos, who do you like? Oh, God, that's so tough. Eels are good at Bank West, but Bennett, Bennett is a finals guy. Rose, it's finals, baby. Let's do it. That's your NRL finals preview for this week. Thanks to Paddy's Markets with over 1,500 stands in two huge locations. You're sure to find a bargain at Paddy's. Visit paddysmarkets.com.au. I just want to do it one more time. How good is finals football, guys? Feels good. The best. We'll, we'll be back with What Did I Miss After This? It's the Weekend Legends. Sit back, relax, and let these guys do the thinking. Well, at least talking. Lambs Weekend Legends. It is the Weekend Legends with Chris and Rose and a lot of sport that we don't get to get through each week, which is why we do this. Wait, what? What did I miss? I tell you, Lachlan, I'm embarrassed that I almost missed this. It, we missed Mad Monday last Monday. Oh, yeah. What happened? And we almost missed the fact that Rose, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, buddy. Oh. Happy birthday! Wow. Happy you guys remembered. I thought you'd just forgotten that it was the biggest day of my year. The West Tigers and the Cronulla Sharks are still going at it after last Sunday. What are you doing? I'm getting back to sport because that's what people are interested in. Yeah, wish me. Say you like working with me or something. You're a pleasure. Okay. Is it my turn yet? No. Ronaldo Mulatalo was charged with a shoulder. It was hit with a shoulder charge uh, in the game against the Tigers, and Josh Alloy tweeted zero percent class shown by Ronaldo Mulatalo. Ronaldo came back and said, at the end of the day, it's a game broski. I'll do anything for a win. He's suspended for a week. <laughs> for saying broski? He should be. Uh, American Airlines Arena is the arena where the Miami Heat NBA basketball team play their games. And the American Airlines contract runs out this season, so they've got to find a new sponsor. In comes Bang Bros. Chris, you ever heard of Bang Bros? Oh, no, I haven't heard of Bang Bros. Please explain. <laughs> you know what it is, don't you, Lachlan? Be careful. Okay, it's an adult website, right? And they want to sponsor... This arena. They're offering $10 million to turn it into the Bang Bros Center or abbreviated the BBC. All right. All right. <laughs> if you talk about Bang Brothers, I've known exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> AFL legend Chris Judd has been fined $40,000 for illegally clearing protected land at his Victorian holiday home. And he said he did this because he was scared of bushfires yep. and snakes. Now, that seems fair enough. I'm uh, totally fine. I'm terrified of snakes. So I think that's a, a very fine move. You're cool with that? 
Yeah, I'm happy. Yes, right. Uh, a joint report by sports researchers this week unveiled that England cricket is urging authorities to introduce heat rules in cricket, and that includes players wearing shorts. Now, we've already seen the numbers and names on the back of jerseys. How do you feel about shorts in cricket? It absolutely will not work. <laughs> really? The chafing you get from ah, the pad straps. I mean, point. it's just terrible. When I was a kiddie, those leather straps, it was oh, very unseemly. And that's the legends done for another week. Enjoy your finals, and we'll say, see you this time next week. Have a good one. See ya. Go Giants. Go Swifts. The Weekend Legends on Triple M. You can do everything from home, listen to the Weekend Legends catch-up podcast, and get drinks for the big game. Order now and have them at your door before the final siren. Dan Murphy's delivery in two hours.